Welcome to Hello God's Daughters, a podcast where we position ourselves to hear the heart of the Father. I'm your host, Michelle Brown. I will help you push through life's obstacles so you can pursue all God has in store. It's time for you to arise into purpose. Are you ready to be empowered to become all God has created you to be? If so, let's go. Well, hello, welcome back to another episode of Hello, God's Daughters. I'm your host, Michelle Brown. Uh, We've had a pause in production, but I'm thankful and grateful for your continued listening support. I really wanted to continue the season through January. So I appreciate your patience that we're still moving forward. And so today, um, I felt the inspiration that it was time to come back on and share another brief message from the Lord, from the heart of the father to you, his daughter. Uh, normally we are on a weekly schedule. And so I appreciate you setting your notifications um, or following the podcast so that you are notified when a new episode is available. To our new listeners, if this is your first episode, I want to welcome you to our community. We are women who realize the power in the voice of the Father. We desire to hear from Him, to be moldable, trainable, teachable to what we hear the Father speaking. And I am just a submitted vessel who seeks to hear from his heart so that I can share it with you. The ultimate goal is to encourage you, um, to pour hope into you, believing that even when we all, and we all, myself included, go through rough periods where we struggle. And even when we hear from God, we can still be doubtful. And that's because we're in the flesh. And so I want to encourage you um, as we are in this series and season of grace to give yourself grace as I have had to do when those moments of doubt seem to take root. But as long as we stay anchored in the Father, we can easily um, bounce back from those moments And God is still God. And that's the beauty is that he hasn't changed. He hasn't moved. Even when we sway, he is still the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings. And his love for us um, is undeniable. And our goal is just to never deny him. We may have moments where we doubt where we are and how he's moving. But as long as we never doubt his existence, that he is the father and that we stay committed to our belief in John three sixteen, in his unconditional love for us, that he would send his only begotten son to die on the cross. Amen. This is a wonderful season. It is a time when we celebrate the birth of Christ and we are reminiscent on our faith and what it hangs on 
what it means, what it offers about the sacrifice. And so today for just a brief moment, um, I know everyone is in a season of preparation. We want to make sure that we're preparing our hearts for what God has in store for us in 2023, that we're not just preparing packages to be under a tree, but that we're remembering what happened on the tree when Jesus gave his life the most valuable gift we will ever receive. And so no matter what you shop for, no matter what you search for in the store, there's nothing greater that we could give one another than the message of salvation. Give someone Christ this season. And it should not just be a Christmas gift, but it should be a gift that we are sharing consistently because of the power of eternity. It's an eternal gift that we can give. It's truly the gift that keeps giving. And so today, I just want you to know that you are graced for more no matter where you are in life, what you've achieved up until this point, you are still graced for more because God is a God of capacity. He is always stretching our capacity to endure more, to go through more because that is what strengthens us. But he is a God who wants to give us more, empower us to do more, uh, bring more ministry, more opportunity to be a light for him, even in the midst of darkness. And so you are graced for more. If you've become complacent, if you have become um, confident that this is all that there is for you, I want to knock some of that confidence down and say, be confident in the fact that God never stops at one level, but he is the God of increase. He is the God of glory to glory, um, from more than enough. Uh, We know that Ephesians 3 and 20 says that he is able to do exceeding and abundantly above that which we could ask or think. So even some of the things that you're thinking about that you want to see come into your existence, God can do more than that. And since you're graced for more, Today, I feel that he wants you to know that it's time to take the limitation off of him. We do limit God. And that's where I think doubt, which I've had a season, a week or two of uh, breaking through and dealing with doubt. And that has confirmed to me that when I'm doubting, I have put a limit on God and I have began to or begun, I'm not sure, (laughs) to judge my situation based on what I can see, based on what I know, and based on what I can do. But God says, I have graced you for more, but in that more, you must trust me beyond what you can see, know, or do. And that's how we take the limitations off. So we don't limit our thought life, our dream life, and and most importantly, our prayer life. And and all of those should work together. If you can think a thing, then you, you know, I've heard if you can think it up, you can think it down. And that's prayer. Prayer is letting our thoughts be led by the Holy Spirit. And when he gives us a thought or an idea or a vision, it is praying into that. And you should be praying about your dream life, your, 
your thoughts should be representative of what you're dreaming about. I think as Christians, we've lost our dream life. Um, Dreams come in the night season, of course, when we're at rest, but we should also daydream to an extent, um, never to where it becomes a hindrance of living in our reality. But your prayer life and your dream life can can walk together. Um, We can pray about the things that we saw in our dreams. And when we are kids, we are dreamers. We we dream about what life is going to be like. We have big dreams, but somewhere along the way, we then cut off the edges of those dreams so they fit into a box that we feel that we can handle, that we can bring to pass. That's why a lot of times when we decide what we want to be in life, when big dreamers are often told, well, what's your backup plan? Or you have to be able to pay your bills and you can't live on a dream. And then we let our dreams go to the wayside. And then we create what we feel is realistic. When we're in what's only realistic, we've also taken God out of the picture because God can exceed our reality um, because he is in heaven and he can bring heaven down to earth in our life, the unseen into the seen realm. So God is saying your grace for more Dream more, think more about what you desire to see in your life, because life is going to have its trials. You know, God didn't say that we would not go through things, but he said when those trials come not to be discouraged because he's already overcome them. And it's with him that we can walk um, in victory. He always causes us to triumph no matter what the difficulty. So I encourage you not to look for a life that doesn't have obstacles, but know that you serve the one who has already overcome. Um, And that's the beauty of the cross. We know to the world, the cross is foolishness, but to us it holds and it's what our faith hinges on. We realize the power of what happened when Christ died. And so You're graced for more, but today I feel that God wants me to let you know you're graced for more joy. You're graced for more laughter. You're graced for more peace. Um, You're graced for more confidence, but be confident in the right things. Sometimes we're too confident in things going wrong. And that's why I said I want to tear down that confidence. And that felt weird when I said it, but it's true. Oftentimes we are confident that it's not going to work out. And God is saying, turn your confidence to my character. And my character is one that cannot fail you. My character is one of victory and overcoming and bringing you out and showing you a way of escape, confirming that my plan is better than yours, letting you know that I can handle it. There is nothing impossible for me. There's nothing too hard for God. And I want to ask you to join me as we believe that we are graced for more, that God has our back in that more. So I'm believing that even in the next three weeks, you're going to be presented more, more opportunity, more joy, more laughter. Don't shy and turn away from it and go back to your old confidence that things aren't going to work out. But let's change our confidence to know who we are, whose we are, who he is, and what we can do in him. So the more is coming 
because the scripture says you can do all things through Christ and you can do more things through Christ. You can do more things through Christ than you can do uh, without him. So as long as he is the greater that is within you, you can declare God bring on the more. And that's actually what I want you to to say to yourself today, God, bring on the more. I'm ready for the more. I'm graced for it. I'm prepared for it. You can trust me with it. Um, you're going to begin to see the world subtract and the believers increase. So the more is coming. This is actually, I believe, a, a transitional message that is saying, be prepared for it. Um, be prepared for the more. Be prepared for the more. Um, make room for the more. Make room for the more. Make room for the more. That means that you're going to have to clean out some old things. Um, I realized um, that I was... Um, I, I realized that I um, was holding on to old things, things that I've had for a long time, because I heard someone say that, you know, our hair carries memory. Um, so a lot of people will cut their hair because they're wanting to cut off, you know, just, you know, when you realize the ends of your hair have been with you since they were at your scalp and they've grown out to that point, depending on how long it takes your hair to grow, you know, there's a lot of the past that you're carrying with you. So sometimes when people have, you know, they've grown, maybe let's say dreadlocks and things like that, they will cut them when they're wanting to move into a new beginning. But Holy Spirit showed me this week that clothes also have memory um, they carry memories. Our memory is based on senses and color and smells and outfits. And that's what kind of triggers us. Um, and I'm, I'm not sure how long we should keep clothes or when do you usually, and maybe that's a question I'll ask for this podcast. When do you usually give away or um, do spring cleaning with your clothes? When do you say, okay, I've worn this enough. And does that mean that it has to be in bad condition or does that just mean that it's been in your life a long time? So that is a question that I have. When do you remove things from your wardrobe? Well, I realize that I've kept things um, for several seasons of life, you know, and I associate certain outfits with being at a certain place. And I felt like Holy Spirit was challenging me to let go of some of those things, not because, not even because they didn't fit or because they were tattered in any way, but just because they were representative and they carried memory from an old place, from a different season in my life. And I'm not talking about fall, spring or winter or summer, but just a season that I'm not in anymore. So he challenged me to let some of those things go. And so then I thought, well, I probably need to have some type of cycle for bringing in old and letting old things go and, and bringing in new. And I think we're in a season where God wants to 
dress you again. He wants to cover you anew. Um, by no means am I saying go out and buy a brand new wardrobe or let go of everything in your closet. But if there are things that you are holding on to, maybe out of security, maybe for fear of lack, but you feel a nudging that it's time to let it go, let it go and trust God to bring in more, to bring in the replacement, to bring in the new. Um, so memory, things around us hold memory. They hold emotion. Um, I've been, one thing that I've noticed is that I'm careful to what I wear sometime even to a funeral, because I know that if I wear that again, it might take me back to that place of mourning. Um, so I've had, I've had a black and white polka dot dress in my closet for probably five years. And I've worn the dress. I mean, I've worn it to good occasions, to sad occasions. Um, and I just decided that although it still fit and I still love polka dots, for example, that it carried memories from several seasons that I needed to come out of and not put on again. And so for me, it was trusting to let that go. Maybe this is for somebody I had not planned to necessarily bring this up, but I think it's something to consider. Are there things that you've outgrown, maybe not physically, but just outgrown because you're in another place and the time for that um, item in your life is over? We know that we can outgrow people, we can outgrow certain relationships, but there are just some things that may be hanging around that we no longer need in our space because of what's attached to them. Every time we look at this, we think of this person or we have this emotion. And as God is preparing us for more, he wants to prune us. Being graced for more means that you have the courage to let go of that which you no longer need. So when we say we want more, God always gives us a responsibility. So he wants to trust us not to hoard. He wants to trust us to give and to share. And the more that he's bringing is not just material. It is going to be money. I believe it is going to be material, but it's also going to be opportunity. It's also going to be more people that you can minister to or be a model or a mentor, an example for. Um, and then as the joy comes, you know, there is a time to cry. So even when you're in your joyous season, he still wants to know that you will be available for those he leads you to who may be in a difficult place, but you don't have to give up your joy. Too many times I've traded my joy to help someone, but I'm realizing you can do both. You can be the shoulder for someone to cry on, but you can also move forward in joy and laughter and leaping and loving and praising God. God wants us to have more joy in this season. If you're struggling with finding that joy, just meditate on the on John 3:16 that heaven is our portion that we are already favored in getting something that we didn't deserve, but God graciously gave to us before we even knew that we needed it. So we'll pick up with this on the next episode. I think we'll stay in grace for more as we are preparing for 2023. Um, God has more for you. Focus on more joy, more peace, more laughter, more fun, 
more gratefulness, more gratitude, more appreciation. And then I believe you're going to see the more money, the more material that you need. It's not materialism, but it's material that matters. So the material that you need for the project that you're building, for the ministry you're starting, um, he's going to bring you that material. And you will have to build, but you're going to have in hand what you need at the same time. You are graced for more. Where you feel like you have lost, this is the time for restoration. It's the time to come out from being stuck, from being stagnant. He is going to propel us forward in a way that we are going to reclaim and see restoration for what was lost. And it's going to come back greater. Yeah, you're graced for more. Amen. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. And I look forward to our next time together. Um, If you want to answer that question, um, it will be on the podcast. I know if you watch on Anchor, but if you want to email me your answer to michellebrown1122 at gmail.com, let me know how long you keep clothes in rotation. Be blessed.